everybody, what is up? Welcome in to Empty Your Q. Uh, my name is Dustin, and with me today is Cameron. As always. And today we are going to be talking about something a little different. Uh, Cameron had already heard about this. I had no idea. Yeah, I downloaded it a few <laughs> times on my PlayStation. Uh, so I found out about a website slash app called Tubi TV. Yeah. T-U-B-I-T-V. And this is not a sponsored empty No, this, this is, is straight just, up, I had no idea and I found out about it. It's if a they, free service you can download. If they, they want to drop a, a subscription bag. to it, you can get Yeah, it, they right? do have a subscription. You can make a profile. But I pulled up the website and was like, what is this? It all started because I wanted to watch um, the Love Antonia, the documentary that Anton Yelchin's parents made okay. in tribute to his life. And I didn't know where to find it, so I Google searched it, and Tubi TV came up, and it was free. It said free to watch, and I was like, I've never heard of this website in my life. Okay. So I clicked it, and it just popped up and started playing, and I was like, I don't need to make a membership. I don't need anything. It just plays. (laughs) And I was like, this is incredible. So I started being like, maybe this is like all the the B-movies, the cast-offs and stuff, and some documentaries, but no. I deep dive for a little while, and they have a pretty solid roster. Yeah, of, it, but it is a pretty solid roster of like B movies and kind of schlocky horror movies and things like that. They do have a lot of that, but I. So what brought about this episode today is is I found five things that I think are are great watches, and I think to be able to just watch them for free. Um. I so yeah. So I think these are the five best things that you can watch right now on All right. on Tubi TV. We will just dive right into it. And I have not shared this list with you, so let's. I'm excited I, to see how you react. I know. I don't even know what's on there right now because I delete it and I download it and I delete it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so number one on my list here is Road to Perdition. Oh, okay. It's uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, early pre-Bond, Daniel Craig. It's a... Late Paul Newman. Comic book, too. Uh, yeah. It's, I Graphic believe... Graphic novel. Directed, I believe, by Sam Mendes. It's about... Um, really? I think it was Sam Mendes. Yeah. That. Um, I'm gonna double check that now because yeah, if that. I'm wrong, I'm gonna that feel bad. Make sense. It's like a Sam Mendes. Yep, directed by Sam Mendes. Wow. Okay. And uh, so it stars Hanks as a mob enforcer, and his son witnesses a crime, and so the his mob family decides they have to kill the son, but they they kill the wrong son. He has two sons. They kill his son and his wife, but they kill the wrong son. And so Hanks and the right son go on basically the like road the road to perdition. They go, they go on the run and they're trying to get to the coast. Yeah. Um, and it's an incredible Tom Hanks performance. It's an incredible Jude law performance as McGuire, the mob guy that they send after Hanks and his son. Okay. And, um, Daniel Craig, like I said, early performance, early on in him, in his career. Is he also like another enforcer? No, he's, he's, so he's Paul Newman's son and he's the one who kills Hanks's family. Oh, okay. And so Hanks is Paul like, Newman is the, is like the Don leader. Yeah. He's like the mob Don. Yeah. And Hanks is like, I got to kill Daniel Craig and then I'm out and you guys are going to leave me alone. And Newman is like, Hey, this is not happening. And it just basically, it's a two, I think it's like a little over two hours, um, but I, I love it. It's one of my favorite Hanks performances, I think, because it is like, you think of the darkness of like, oh, he's a mobster, but somehow he still keeps like the Hanks warmth, even as he's a little, he's a little colder, he's a little more ruthless in this, but he's still... It's kind of like his character in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. 
I would, uh, yeah. Where I there's this that. toughness to them, and there's there's a strength to them, but there's also that softness that Tom Hanks naturally has. Like exactly, he's America's dad, kind of. And it makes it such an interesting, but not like the weird dad, like the dad that's like, hey, let's go have a catch. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh so that's first. That's first on my list. This is in no order. I just wrote them down as I found them. Okay. Uh, number two, I have Fruitvale Station. Oh, okay. It's uh, 2013. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's big um, breakout. Uh, the first Ryan Coogler Ryan Coogler, movie. yeah. Uh, he wrote and directed it. It's Based a, on a true story. It's about the true story of Oscar Grant. The murder of Oscar Grant by he, two uh, BART transit police, by two BART transit cops. In Oakland. In Oakland, yeah. And it's basically just a chronicle of his last, last day and everything leading up to him... Unarmed, unarmed, getting getting Off killed. Yeah, the, I don't remember exactly what happened. Uh, he gets recognized for something else. He's recognized as a suspect in a case or something, mm-hmm. and it's he was misidentified. And he gets restrained, and while he's restrained by a couple officers, he gets shot. Yeah, for, like they say he's unruly, and they shoot him. Yeah, and then he dies at the hospital later. Like they just gunned him down. Essentially, and they the thought video, he was a video on the internet. I still think of it. And yeah, he's not very unruly. Um, obviously, he's trying to make a point that he's not the person that they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm Oscar Grant. Like, and I don't... you know, instead of maybe tasering him or just it... applying more force, they just gunned him down. They grab him and shoot him. Yeah, yeah. And it's really, it's a really good um, Michael B. Jordan performance. Yeah. Sad. It's sad. It's super when you know sad. The story. Yeah. Like it's it's a heartbreaking story. And it's since it's Ryan Coogler, it's super. Um, I shouldn't say super, but like it's really hard hitting. It's really yeah. Like he doesn't really pull punches with his movies. He did Creed, right? He did Creed, Creed one, Black Panther, yeah, and Fruitvale so far. Okay, damn, that's pretty stacked. Like that's he's a uh, he went from like. Barry Bonds on the Pirates to Barry Bonds on the Giants. Like, Mm -hmm. boom, there's no in-between. He's straight to the big leagues, yeah. Yeah. But um, I really like this one. It was on Netflix for a while. Um, I don't think it's still on there now. But either way, like, if you don't have a Netflix account or anything, this is just, it's it's upsetting to watch, and I doubt you would want to watch it multiple times because it is just But it's a really good movie and a good watch for it. Yeah, it's fantastic. A really good filmmaker's first film. Yeah, exactly. If you're yeah. like, I really like Creed. I really, and it's also a big Michael B. Jordan breakout performance yeah. too. Like he's it put him on the map for sure. You get more of a showcase of his acting as opposed not to as like Fantastic Four. Hey, yeah, not Fantastic Four. Not like, hey, look how Jack D is in Creed, or because don't Jack they D is come out Panther. at the same time? Fantastic Four and and Fruitvale. I think Fantastic Four is a little bit after because this is 2013. Okay. I don't. Or Fantastic Four was first. No, I don't think Fantastic Four was. I hope it wasn't first. Okay. Yeah, Fantastic Four was 2015. Oh. Came out the same year as Black as Creed. Okay. Okay. So Michael B. Jordan had Chronicle in 2012, which was like another. It's Akira. Hmm. It's Akira. Oh uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> but it um. It's white people ripping off Akira. That had his Max Landis, I think, ripping off Akira. That had his first. Yeah, it is. It had his that like one of his turd. first movies, and then he does Fruitvale Station the next year, and kind of gets tons of critical acclaim. Yeah. Um. So it's really interesting to watch that now, knowing where both of those guys are and the points that they're at. Uh. So yeah, that one's on there. Uh. Number three is a movie we've already talked about a couple times on a couple different episodes. 
It's um, the original Hellraiser. Oh, okay. Is on here. I just watched two on Amazon Prime. And Hellraiser is fucked up. It's I don't even know what it, it's about. It's I watched the whole movie. I was like, what the hell? It's just about pain and skin. Yeah, taking skin. The not idea, having skin. The idea is that there's this puzzle box. And the puzzle box is, um, once it's opened, it's like a portal to hell. Like hell's punishment lab. Yeah, hell's like IT department or punishment no, department. No, it's like, yeah, it's research, it's R&D. Yeah. Like it's hell's R&D department. Hell's principal office. Yeah, and it's, it, and you're, it's research and development for Satan and various torture techniques. And what really like works but they get off on it like oh the, they love it the r&d dudes the cenobites it's, it's pinhead and his army of cenobites yeah and there's a I, lot of cenobites like over the time I always there's say, 10 of these i always say cenobites. You know there's 10 of these i'm gonna keep saying cenobite yeah there's a ton there are 10 of all shapes and sizes there's one just straight up called hell world it's <laughs> hellraiser hell world yeah i was like whoa there and that's only like i think seven yeah, they, I think there was a new one from like a year or two ago too. I, yeah, I. Um, but Hellraiser one is this: someone finds the box and it kills them, and takes their skin, and their blood is left in, or not even left, it left in like the attic of this house. Yeah, and then this family, the blood rebirths. Yeah, the Hellraiser monster. Basically, thing. the blood rebirths the guy who dies in the beginning of the movie. Yes, and. This guy is the brother of the people moving into the house. Yes. And the wife of the guy moving into the house was having an affair with the brother. Yeah. And so the brother comes back through an incident where blood is spilled in the attic, moving something. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and the wife, the wife is like, oh my God, it's my, my lover is back. And he's literally just a pile of skin. You know, he's a he's, skinless he's, corpse. Yeah, he's a pile of skinless corpse. He's just, he's just a skin. He's a, he's a person, but he doesn't have a skin on. He does, I and they have has, to get him skin. I don't think he has bones at first either. Uh, he gets bones. I think he's like a mush on the he floor. Comes, he's a mush underneath. Because two yeah. starts out with all of this. Yes. Two runs through one in about 15, like five minutes. And then it's like, here's two, um, which again, somebody gets resurrected with blood, but then it goes into the Cenobite world. A little and, deeper. And a hell little. world, I guess. And, uh, uh, but yeah, so know, this, this one is all about, the, I don't really know. The wife is trying to help the, um, the brother get all his skin back and like regenerate. And the yeah. way to do that is she, she starts going out and hitting on dudes and bringing dudes home to have, to have sex with. And instead, she leads them up to the attic where Frank kills them and devours their essence and starts to regenerate. Yes. And it it's how, it sounds insane. It is insane. It's not... There's no humor. There's no joy. There's no. no. It's sheer brutality. Yeah. But it's one of those horror movies that the first one is just so iconic. The franchise may not be as good as some of the other franchises in terms of longevity of horror movie franchises. Oh, fuck it cranked out ten movies. So. But like how like a lot of them are directed DVD. A lot of them people don't even know exist. Like I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But, no, I dude, I thought it was like four movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like there's four ten. or five movies. I'm like, there's ten. Oh my god. Um, but this I watched one, two, and I was like, oh, I'll watch one, and then I can go, and I'm like, wait, no, I don't, I can't watch all ten of these. Well, you can now. Tubi TV has a lot of them. Really? Yeah. It okay. had like five or six of them at least. All right. But um, Hellraiser 1, always the original is always the we best. We have such sights to show you. And they uh, get off on this pain. Like, yeah, they love it. The Cenobite, oh, God, they're so horny for pain. 
they're so horny for blood and just pain. Oh, it's, it's so fucked up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, really it's a fucked up movie. Like two is even more fucked up. That's on think, Amazon Prime. I think one of the things that is so upsetting about it is a lot of it is practical effects too. Yeah, so it's super gross. Yeah, because it's, it's really all really gross. practical. Like the ripping off of skin and exactly. the cutting of skin. So they get you get a lot of it's on skin. You get a lot of the close ups and stuff. Oh it's yeah, just, it's really it's in it. It's like yeah. in the gore. But this You're is like, like in the knee. This is a classic horror movie. So going from from this classic horror movie to another one, uh, number, number four, four, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Ooh, yeah. the original, nineteen seventy four, yeah. Toby Hooper's masterpiece. Yeah, uh, His, Leatherface, like only movie. No, he made I mean, a few. Yeah, he made Texas Chainsaw Massacre two and, uh, and Toolbox Murders. I remember I saw something like that murders. once. Um, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a group of of kids get terrorized by a family of cannibals. And it's insane. And you would think that Toby Hooper... It's portrayed as a real story, as a true story. Yeah. But it's mostly like a composite of, I think, Jeffrey Dahmer and Ed Gein and a couple other serial killers. Uh, There was no, like, Leatherface running around with a chainsaw. It's just kind of a... But it plays it for, like, there is a Leatherface. Yes. There is a Leather... But, like, this one is more... Again, not a lot of, not a lot of. There's no humor. There's no anything. No. It's very. But I it, mean, you get to know these kids a little bit in the beginning, and you kind of get to see like there's a disabled dude in a mm-hmm. wheelchair. Um, you know, there's kind of the preppy blonde frat girl. There's like the hippie dippy types and stuff, and they end up picking up a, you know, a hitchhiker mm-hmm. while they're heading to I think it's their grandparents' house in the middle of Texas. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to this house of a family member. Uh, to just like vacation. Yeah, they want to just chill. Yeah, and then one of them wanders out into the woods, and they hear this pig noise, this hurt pig noise, and then shit unravels, and it's fucking terrifying. Um, and this, yeah, this is one of the scariest movies. Um, I think I've ever seen. The ending to me is like one of the best horror movie endings ever. Yeah, it's it's definitely more psychological. Like for a movie called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's not a lot of actual chainsaw massacre because you. But you also, you get the, like, final girl cliche, but the final girl at the end of this is so broken and insane. Like, she gets away, but she's covered in blood. And she's just... She's just laughing maniacally. Yeah. She's completely lost it as much as the people like she's done for she's oh, yeah. never coming out of this moment. she's gonna be crazy forever yeah. now traumatized forever yeah. and I think that's what this movie does really well is it focuses on the the psychological aspect of something like this yeah and I think that's it's what helps it stand out so much grungy it's grungy it came out five years before Halloween mm-hmm. so this is one of the early like oh my god what did I just watch yeah. type of horror movie like I can't imagine being in a movie theater in this invents like the slasher film it yeah kind of it's, and then it's at the forefront and for then sure. Halloween like perfects it yeah is it essentially yeah um so that's yeah that's my number four Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, the original now, there are a yeah, lot of sequels there's a uh, lot of remakes and they're all bad except for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 Texas, that's pretty sweet. I'd have to watch that again. I think some of them are on Tubi as well. You get a chainsaw fight between Dennis Hopper and uh, oh, Leatherface. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. I got to watch that again. Cha- Dennis Hopper's this chainsaw-wielding, like, revenge-filled <laughs> sheriff yeah. of the small... Yeah, the second one goes off the fucking rails. Absolutely. You got Bill Mosley in it. Oh, the goat, Bill yeah. Mosley. The horror movie Goat. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So there's Except a lot of them. Are, three from hell. 
A lot of them are on Tubi, uh, but I would say watch the first one, the original. Um, it's shot really interestingly. It looks kind of it's everything's super bright. It feels like you're watching this stuff happen to these kids. Yeah, though. it it like, really does. It's like a found footage film without trying to be a found footage film. Right. The way it's shot is just so like at home video camera, but yeah. with like a little bit of production value. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So number that's four. That's basically what it was. Number four. Also, uh, at the end of that movie. Um, Kane Hodder, who plays Leatherface. Uh, I don't think so. No. No. What's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Um, but the original Leatherface that was a real chainsaw mm-hmm. at the end that he's waving around. It's a uh, Gunner Hansen. Gunner Hansen. There we go. It's a real chainsaw that he's waving around, and he like almost hit the girl in the back of the almost truck. Hit the almost hit the girl. Almost hit himself. Almost, yeah. yeah. That is like one of the worst shooting experiences on a movie <laughs> ever supposedly mm-hmm. but not for like torment and stuff but just because it was so hot just in the middle of and texas like, yeah. like running and screaming and yeah yeah covered in fake blood like <laughs> caro syrup yeah <laughs> uh so my number five i know you'll probably disagree with me on this well i don't know what else is on there so i, I know. can't really disagree but knowing you i know what you're gonna say about there me there's nothing this movie. else better than this that's what you're gonna say my number five is 2012's Looper. Oh, Loop de Loop by Ryan Johnson. Got the Loop de Loop before he was hated by Star Wars fans across the world. Before people realized that you know it's, it's all right. <laughs> so Looper is a sci-fi time travel type movie. Piece of shit. It stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt Boring. and Bruce Willis. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know, some weird chin makeup. As trying to two look versions like Bruce of the Willis. same character. Uh, basically what it's about is, um, time travel exists, but Jeff Daniels is in it. Jeff Daniels is in it too. Uh, time travel exists, but it's, um, it's outlawed and like only used by like the mob. Yo, so what yeah. the mob does is when they want to kill people in the future, they time travel them back to the past where people called loopers work. And that's Joseph Gordon Levitt's character is a looper and his, it's his job to kill these people that get sent back. And he gets paid really and well for it. His time comes And then out. one day they send back older him and he lets him get away. And it basically starts all hell breaking loose. Um, and the reason, in addition to really liking this movie, as much as Cameron may sit here and, and say it's bad. It's very Ronin. Not I, Ronin the movie with uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, but the like the story of a, a masterless samurai. A yeah. samurai who is asked to do two, like it's Lone Wolf and Cub. Like it's Shogun Assassin. It's, it's a, a hitman, an assassin who's asked to kind of go too far, and he finally has that moral clause that comes that he decides, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Right. And he's he has like, to this turn getting... against everything that he he basically stood for. Yeah, pretty much. To save not only himself, but his family, and now becomes a ronin, a master of the samurai. Um, but I really like it. it. But the reason I'm really recommending it is because it has um, Emily Blunt, and this is kind of before she was like action star Emily Blunt. Like uh, Live Die Repeat Emily yeah, Blunt. Yeah, this isn't Live Die Repeat or Adjustment Bureau or any of that stuff. Well, I mean like that's not an action movie, but like that's an, I, that's I don't, a That's a boring movie. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Um but Looper she like is a little more of like a hard-nosed character and you kind of start to get the glimpses of you know, the types of roles she's going to be able to take in the future and that she's going to take in the future. Yeah. Uh, so I really like that. I really like Because she goes from being like the assistant in The Devil Wears Prada. Exactly. To, yeah. to Looper. And then from there, it's like, okay, now she's 
She's Rita Vitaski. She's the MVP tomorrow. of the Devil yeah. Prada, though. Oh, absolutely. Heavy Prada. lifting. But I would – so, yeah, I would say that because I really do like um, – I like Emily Blunt in it. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's good. And I like how Ryan Johnson interpreted time travel. Like, his rules for time travel in this are pretty interesting. There's what a, were they? There's a scene where, like, they're torturing someone in the future and, like, his limbs are just disappearing in the present basically because they're torturing him in the future. So it's like they cut off his hand and then his hand disappears, stuff like that. And like the way he presents everything, like it seems like he kind of just puts the rules out there in the opening and then just, how does that make sense? That's what I'm saying. Like he just puts everything out there and then he just kind of like, it just like operates on those standards and goes. Okay. Um, but why would something in the future affect the past like that? Hey man, so time is just a loop. It's a loop. Exactly. <gasps> Circle. Loop de loop. Loopter. 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 Loop. Uh, so that's yeah, that's my number five on there. There was a ton of other ones. Um, I won't sit here and go through tons of honorable mentions. Basically, Fuck I'm just it. gonna do it. No, because I only put five on the list. Fucking. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah, I literally only put five on the list. Oh. So my god. I would say I'll just leave it at those, but. It's worth checking out. If you've not checked out this site or this app, I would highly recommend downloading it. 2B uh, Also, if 2B wants to drop a bag for us and become our sponsor. Looks like Snitch Baby on here. I'm not arguing that either. Um, Mission so yeah. Impossible 1, maybe? Check out 2B. Let us know what you find on there that you enjoy. Uh, those are the first ones that I would suggest. The Call. With Holly Berry is on here. Annie. Here comes the boom with Kevin James. These are just family movies. I'm sorry. Let's go. Multiplicity, Gattaca. Oh, Black Cinema is a option on here, including Hot Boys. And oh shit, Hoodlum. Dude, Hoodlum is tight. That's a low key MVP on here. Hoodlum with Lawrence Fishburne. I think he's Nucky Thompson. <laughs> so there is a lot on here. There's a lot more content on here than I would have expected. So I would say check it out if you Oh, were. the action movies they have are all the B alternates to like real action films. Like there's a uh, San Andreas Mega Quake. Oh, like oh, on they, here. Yeah, sci-fi. <laughs> they have Into the Sun, which is a Steven Seagal vehicle in which he has a full leather duster on. Oh yeah, he does, Steven Seagal. Um damn, dude, this Tubi Throw down the bag for us. We'll just all we'll just day. Watch these. That's what I'm saying. We'll just talk, watch. Oh, Train to Busan is on here. Yeah. Oh, Bullet to the Head with Sylvester Stallone. That's a terrible movie. But it's on there. Rage with Nick Cage. Oh, I've watched perfectly, Rage. Perfectly titled. Paid in Full is on this bitch. Yep. Dude. So Bones out. is on this motherfucker. Is that the Snoop Dogg one? You goddamn yeah. right. That's the Snoop Dogg one. <laughs> so check out the Tuxedo. TV. Let us know oh, what Ultraviolet. you. What I think you that's the. To watch. I think that's PWS Anderson too. No, it's Kurt Wimmer. It's the one with Mila Jovovich, though. Yeah, right? that's yeah. why I figured it'd be her husband. Yeah, that right. Made it. It's, it's gotta like, be. It's just, um. Oh shit! Silent Hill, that shitty first Silent Hill movie's on here. <laughs> so check it out. Let us know. Not what you the think. even worse. Oh. Multi motherfucking plicity is. On I know. This I said bitch. that before. You did. Yeah. I wasn't listening. Um, Gattaca. I said Gattaca too. Those are the first two I Fuck said. Fuck you. Uh, so yeah, check out Heifer on something uh, called Samurai Pizza Cats. Twitter or Instagram at Heifer uh, Oh, let us know what you're watching on Tubi TV. You buried the lead here. 
Hmm. It's got television shows, including Third Rock from the Sun, Rock of Love, and Charlie Sheen's Anger Management. So check us out. Let us know what you're watching on Tubi TV, and uh, we will be back, guys. Thank you. It has something called Going to America, which I think has Eddie Griffin in it. Oh, Duck Dynasty's on here. Ew. The Taking of Deborah Logan. Pay the Ghost with Nicolas Cage. What? He's a, oh, that makes sense, though. I gotta pay the ghost. What else? Pompeii? There was a movie about Pompeii? Oh, it's like Titanic, but with Pompeii. Like, they clutch each other as they're just engulfed in ash and burned to death instead of, like, you know, freezing cold water. Is it still recording? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, let me get in a few more in that case. The Family. Oh, God. Stand-up guys and monster trucks. I'll end on those three as a ringing (laughs) non-endorsement. Bye, everybody. Have a great night, great day, whatever it is when you're listening to this. Hefferbrew.com, at Hefferbrew on Twitter, at Hefferbrew on Instagram, Hefferbrew on Facebook. And, uh, you know, just let us know what you think. Have a great one. Stay safe.